0: My mind's made up right now. There ain't no doubt but what he killed Kincaid. We heard the whole thing last night. What's the point of going over it again? I vote guilty. In such a fashion, Smoke's trial began. The Speaker, a loose-jointed hard rock man from Colorado, manifested irritation and disgust when Harding set his suggestion aside, demanded the proceedings should be regular and nominated one Shunk Wilson for judge and chairman of the meeting. The population of two cabins constituted the jury, though, after some discussion, the woman, Lucy, was denied the right to vote on Smoke's guilt or innocence. While this was going on, Smoke, jammed into a corner of a bunk, overheard a whispered conversation between Breck and a miner. You haven't fifty pounds of flour you'll sell, Breck queried, you ain't got the dust to pay the price I'm asking, was the reply. I'll give you two hundred. The man shook his head. Three hundred, three fifty. At four hundred, the man nodded and said, Come on over to my cabin and weigh out the dust. The two squeezed their way to the door and slipped out. After a few minutes, Breck returned alone. Harding was testifying when Smoke saw the door shoved open slightly and in the crack appeared the face of the man who had sold the flower. He was grimacing and beckoning emphatically to someone inside, who arose from near the stove and started to work his way toward the door. "'Where are you going, Sam?' Shunk Wilson demanded. "'I'll be back in a jiffy,' Sam explained. "'I just got to go.' Smoke was permitted to question the witnesses, and he was in the middle of the cross-examination of Harding, when from without came the whining of dogs in harness and the grind and churn of sled runners. Somebody near the door peeped out. It's Sam and his partner in a dog team hell-bent down the trail for Stuart River, the man reported. Nobody spoke for a long half-minute, but men glanced significantly at one another, and a general restlessness pervaded the packed room. Out of the corner of his eye, Smoke caught a glimpse of Breck Lucy and her husband, whispering together. "'Come on, you,' Shunk Wilson said gruffly to Smoke. "'Cut this question in short. We know what you're trying to prove, that the other bank wasn't searched. The witness admits it. We admit it. It wasn't necessary. No tracks led to the bank. The snow wasn't broke.' "'There was a man on the other bank just the same,' Smoke insisted. "'That's too thin for skating, young man.' There ain't many of us on the McQuestion, and we got every man accounted for. Who was the man you hiked out of camp two weeks ago? Smoke asked. Alonzo Miramar. What's that grub thief got to do with it? Nothing, except you haven't accounted for him, Mr. Judge. He went down the river, not up. How do you know where he went? Saw him start. And that's all you know of what became of him? No, it ain't, young man. I know, we all know, he had four days of grub and no gun to shoot meat with. I suppose you've got all the guns in this part of the country accounted for, too, Smoke observed pointedly. Shunk Wilson was angry. You'd think I was the prisoner the way you slammed questions into me. Now then, come on with the next witness. Where's French Lewis? While French Lewis was shoving forward, Lucy opened the door. Where are you going? Shunk Wilson shouted. I reckon I don't have to stay, she answered defiantly. I ain't got no vote. And besides, my cabin's so jammed up I can't breathe. In a few minutes, her husband followed. The closing of the door was the first warning the judge received of it. Who was that? He interrupted Pierre's narrative to ask. Bill Peabody, somebody spoke up. Said he wanted to ask his wife something and was coming right back. Instead of Bill... It was Lucy who re-entered, took off her furs, and resumed her place by the stove. "'I reckon we don't need to hear the rest of the witnesses,' was Shunk Wilson's decision when Pierre had finished. "'We already know they only can testify to the same facts we already heard. "'Say, Sorensen, you go and bring Bill Peabody back. "'We'll be voting a verdict pretty short. "'Now, stranger, you can get up and have your say concerning what happened.' In the meantime, we'll just be saving delay by passing around the two rifles, the ammunition, and the bullet that done the killing.